0: I.V.M. News Kids on the Block. We bring to you stories that top the nation's papers. Fresh from the Ascended National School and IVM desk. Hi, I'm Kavya. I'm Anya. And I'm Trivik. And welcome to this episode of News Kids on the Block, where we give you all the top news updates
1: of the week. Our first story for you today comes from the armed forces and specifically about women in the armed forces. As you can see, that's kind of like this weird niche that I read a lot about. Um, So this week's news is about how the Indian Army on Monday announced that their board cleared the promotion of five female officers to the rank of colonel. So how this works essentially is that um once you finish your junior service at the army you enter the senior service and in your senior service every rank is more or less usually time bound and then later on it's by selection so for example um if you have lieutenant and then captain in two years two years of being lieutenant you get to captain and so on and I think the last and then eventually like in brigadier major and everything it becomes as per selection so after 26 years of service, um, the mandatory rank that happens is colonel. And for the first time ever, five female officers have been promoted to the rank, but beyond just the medical, legal and educational wings of the army. So for example, the highest ranked female in the army is a woman by the name of uh, Surgeon Vice Admiral Punita Arora. And that is just one of her many, many, many titles and names and you know, it's, it's a long list, but she works in the medical branch. And so as a result of that, you know, it, it's often misunderstood, but these uh, colonels, they get promoted as a result of the Supreme Court ruling 18 months ago that any female who joined the Indian Army through the short service commission were entitled to both having a command role as well as a permanent commission. So the five female officers that were approved for the ranks were uh, Lieutenant Colonels Sangeeta Sardana from the Corps of Singles, Sonia Anand and Navni Duggal from the Corps of the Electronics and Mechanical Engineers. Um, As well as Renu Khanna and uh, Richa Sagar from the Corps of Engineers. So some really exciting news and it's great to see women excelling in these different branches of the armed forces as well. And it's definitely a huge accomplishment and it's great to see that they're getting the compensation in terms of their work that they deserve.
2: Well, moving on now that we've completed our uh, Women in the Army segment of today, let's move on to... My football segment of today. I'm sure everyone Yay. listening is super excited. Yes,
0: we are so excited.
1: Yes. I heard that his stories about PSG, your favorite team. Do you remember the full form? Paris saint germain proudly.
2: So proud of you, Kavya. You've done so well to memorize that. Three very important words. But anyway, PSG are a very big part of today's story because Kirin Mbappe, PSG's superstar. He is one of the, if not the most, promising young talent in football. He is linked with a 180 million euro move to Real Madrid this summer, away from PSG. Um, Liverpool were also interested, according to multiple reports coming out of Madrid. However, that has been dismissed by the most reliable sports journalist in football, Fabrizio Romano. He said there's no truth to those rumours and that they are simply rumours. The only club currently in the chase for Mbappe's signature is Real Madrid. However, if they don't get it done, this week, they won't be able to get it done ever because Mbappe has reportedly promised PSG that he won't leave for free, which is what would happen if Real Madrid tried to sign him in the next summer. And I doubt that, I again, I doubt that he leaves for free because PSG will get him on a new contract, which would keep him at the club for a much longer time and I'm sure his release clause will be about like a billion which no one in football can afford so it's interesting to see if Real Madrid will act in this week or not because if they don't act they could feel a player who they admire and want so much slipping away so I guess right now all we can do is wait and watch
0: yeah Trivik and what's with these footballers moving around so much
2: I know right this has been one of the most hectic transfer windows of all time
0: well on that note let's transfer into a short break and we'll be right back
2: Welcome back to News Kids on the blog. I'm Trivedi Hariyaran, but this isn't my story. Kavya, you had something for us next.
0: Yes. So next, I'll be talking about a story that actually took place a few months ago, but was recently rehashed. Whoop
2: whoop! Old news. We love old news.
0: But it was rehashed recently with a lot oh. of controversy. In fact, um, it takes place in IIT Guwahati, where a 21-year-old was accused of allegedly sexually assaulting a girl who was also a student of um, IIT on the 28th of March, 2021. And then on the 4th of April, he was arrested by the police. And then everyone thought that was it's over and it's done. But then recently he was granted bail on the premise of being, a quotes, a good student and an asset, a future asset to the state, which is really shocking because it's almost like, oh, you've raped a girl it's fine you're a good student you know you just pay bail and you can get out it, that it, is so like
2: messed a, up That should yeah be. it
0: is I mean. it's it's and it's really scary in fact
1: yeah Kavya, i agree i think it's a it's a sign of like a systemic failure to a large extent you know the fact that we're allowing for this to happen and that we're not doing anything about it and i, I think it's quite atrocious and awful very honestly
0: yeah, there were. I saw pictures. I don't know if this is a hundred percent true, but I saw pictures of a protest happening uh, for that cause. So let's hope they are heard. But anyway, Anna, why don't you take us to a story about the Paralympics?
1: Yes. So as you know, India wrapped up the Olympics with our highest ever medal tally, including a gold medal. Um, And I'm sure that the Paralympics will be nothing short of that. In fact, India's success at the Paralympics started in 1972. And we actually won our first medal in swimming. And it was a gold medal. The person who won it, Uh, was a veteran of the 1965 India-Pakistan war by the name of Murli Khan Petkar. And he, like I said, clinched the gold medal in the men's 50-meter freestyle event. Um, And while he did that, he also clocked a world record of 37.33 seconds. So here are a few athletes that, um, you know, you might want to try and look out for. India's contingent this year, I think, is over 54 um, athletes going in. So firstly, of course, we have Devendra Jhajaria in the javelin throw. He has won, not one, but two gold medals already. And he'll be looking to not only win his third, but make it a hat trick, which would be incredible. And such, you know, it's just such an incredible feat to have to be able to do that. Next, we have Pramod Bhagat, who will be competing in the maiden event of badminton um, at the Paralympics. So We'll be looking for him as well. We also have Mariappan Thangavelu, who is a high jumper and he is also the defending champion. He had won a gold medal in uh, Rio in 2016. So that's another athlete to look out for. And lastly, but of course, not in the least at all, like I said, at least 54 athletes. And lastly, we have Avni Lekhara, who participates in the 10 meter rifle event. Uh, she's currently ranked number five in the world. And this is her debut Paralympics. So Let's we'll definitely be cheering on all of our para athletes just as we have been for our Olympic athletes. And you know, we can we'll be able to not only watch our past history like I talked about, but also see history being created in front of us.
2: It's so great to see India doing so well in sports, unlike in the cricket game today, Anaya, you want to talk about what's going on in that? No,
1: not not particularly. We're recording this on the on the first day of the third test versus England. It's not going so well. Well, I should say that. It,
2: wow. This is why football is a much better sport to watch.
1: Um, well, on that note,
0: let's take a short break, but don't go anywhere. Welcome back. You're listening to News Kids on the Block. The next story I have for you today is a story that takes place in Afghanistan, where obviously a lot of stuff is going on. And ever since the Taliban have taken control of Afghanistan, the security and safety of women has obviously been very um, shaky. and Recently, a journalist who escaped from Afghanistan reported that the Taliban have been going house to house looking for women and girls over the age of 15 to marry them off. And the worst part is there's nothing you can do about it. And all the goals and the dreams the women had are kind of floating away and like popped, I guess. And it's really scary to think that they're around our age and they're going through such an intense thing at such a young age.
1: Yeah, Kavya, I, I agree with you completely. Uh, it's it's so strange and just horrifying to think about the fact that we're sitting here recording this podcast. And in the meantime, like girls are worrying about whether they'll have a chance to read a book again or see the outside world again of their own free will. Um, that being said, the Taliban has said that in their plans for the government, you know, and in their plans in general, they want women to... So they will ensure that women have basic rights under the sort of law... The Sharia law. They've also encouraged women to join the government, which a lot of people are extremely skeptical about. There was a Twitter thread that I read by a woman by the name of Aisha Noor, and she said that it was a long thread, but she kind of summed it up by talking about how, when we talk about granting women their rights under Islamic law, you know, that doesn't necessarily mean what you think it means because. In actuality, what that law is saying is that the Quran declares, and I quote here, Inherit not women against their will, literally saying that women cannot be coerced. Um, It talks about how the Quran mandates that women receive inheritance or property, whereas, you know, that that's not what's happening in real life. Because according to her, the Taliban instead, and I'm quoting again, strips property and ownership from women. Um, and the women are left unaware of their own property uh, rights. Also, if you consider marriage and divorce laws, a women has equal grounds as her husband to, to, you know, ask for a divorce. And in the wedding, she has to grant her consent. Um, so these are all some really um, interesting points to bring up because what does that exactly constitute as and how do we go about ensuring that the integrity of the law and the culture is held while still, you know, not having World War III happen around us? Thanks, Ania. I completely agree with
0: you. It's a really sad thing to see.
2: Moving on, we're going to end the podcast on a positive story. I think a lot of people around the world are going to be excited by this one, especially fans of superheroes as the new the trailer for the new Spider-Man movie coming out on the 17th of December this year. Spider-Man No Way Home was released this week. And I think fans everywhere are absolutely buzzing. Did you guys see it?
0: Actually, yeah. My physics teacher played it in class. So that's what I saw. I wouldn't
1: have seen it otherwise. But yeah, I did see it.
2: Well, your physics teacher has impeccable taste. What about you, Anya?
1: Thanks, uh Trivika. I'm really flattered that you know my name. I, I did watch the trailer. It seems like a really great time pass movie, you know, lots of loud music, popcorn, the
2: whole shin bag. You really said time pass. This is going to be Trivick is offended, Anya. How could you? I think no, it's no, no, no. almost I, I,
1: it's almost like I did that intentionally, Kavya.
2: This is going to be the best movie of all time. This is no time pass movie. A time pass movie is Notting Hill compared to this. This is going to be. I haven't seen that either. I have seen it. It's really sad. I made me cry. Spider Man is going to be the best movie of all time because you know why they're incorporating every Spider Man ever. That is Tobey Maguire, uh, Andrew Garfield, and Tom Holland. All three of them are going to be in the movie. I think that is what rumors have been saying. But we definitely know for a fact that the villains from those movies are going to be there with Dr. Ork appearing in the trailer. Dr. Orc is the same actor as the one from the Spider-Man 2, the original Spider-Man movies. And we've also seen hints that Green Goblin from Spider-Man 1 will be in the movie. So I think a lot of new villains who not necessarily new, but new to the MCU are going to be introduced. And I think they're going to merge all the different universes. They're going to work with the concept of a multiverse So I'm really excited to see how they do that. The trailer would look good. It looked like it caused a lot of fans to be excited and it caused, you know, a lot of people on social media were talking about it. People are excited. Let's hope that Marvel don't let us down on this one.
0: Well, you sure do seem super excited. So I hope for your sake, it's a good movie. Yeah, I think that he was more excited about this movie than he was about the Premier League. No. Anyways, that's all we have for you today. We hope you enjoyed this episode of New Skids on the Block. Don't forget to tune in to us every Friday for our fresh take on the news from across the globe.
1: If you like this
2: podcast, don't
1: forget to check out other podcasts on the IVM network.
2: You can listen to us on the IVM podcast app or IVMPodcast.com. You can also follow us on our social media. We are at IVM Podcast on Twitter and Instagram.
0: We'll see you next week. But still then, do share this episode with your folks. Stay safe. And don't forget to do your homework.